you know, so my rant for the day is this migrant issue that our governor has gotten himself involved with, the migrant issue where Governor Ron DeSantis decided to send 50 uh, immigrants from the southern border to Martha's Vineyard, which is where the exclusively rich and powerful live. It's a very small community, and they're outraged because they have accused both DeSantis and Texas Governor uh, Greg Abbott, who is uh, who has done the same thing by sending migrants that are coming into his state, sending them to places like Washington, D.C. and New York. Now, their statement is clear as day. They're essentially sending a message to the Democratic Party that if you can't handle the border, then why shouldn't you experience the same issue that other Americans are experiencing, especially those who live in border towns like Tucson and Phoenix and San Diego and, and Brownsville and elsewhere, Laredo. These are places are, that are feeling the real impact of the decisions being made in Washington and in New York uh, regarding how they choose to deal with the influx of illegal immigration from the southern border. Now, our vice president was tasked with an assignment and that assignment was not to examine the root causes of immigration, but to curtail illegal immigration. That was the assumption. We assumed that when Biden appointed Kamala to take care of the problem, she would bring her resources, perhaps, that she used when she was a California legislator and apply some of that deep wisdom uh, to solving what is a very bad issue. You can't have unfettered access from illegal immigration in any country without it having a negative impact on health and social services for the country, namely the United States, and the impact that it has on other citizens of the United States. Higher rents, less job opportunities. These are the results of an influx, an uncontrolled influx of illegal immigrants. Uh, now, it is true that we do have a fair amount of legal migrant workers uh, who till the fields, who take the jobs that a lot of people these days won't take, uh, dishwashers. Not, not much has changed in 50 years. But this latest unfettered access problem uh, is a result of Biden's persona. Biden has exuded to the people who live south of the United States border that if you come here, will accept you. And this has reverberated in, 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 in context that there's also a lot of crime and the employment opportunities are not very good in places like Guatemala and Mexico, primarily because of the corruption that's involved in the government. And so this has had a negative impact on people wanting to come to the United States. But it is exacerbated by a president who has made it known that if you come here, we will not turn you away. And that's what's happened. That has to be reversed. If the president would send a signal that you can't come here, that you shouldn't come here, and that if you do come here, you're going to be turned around, and then he would bolster the border protection by having additional agents, that would also cut down on the amount of illegal drugs that are coming into the United States and infecting our streets and our cities. Over 100,000 people have died of fentanyl overdoses in the last year, making it the number one drug or death caused by that specific drug. And those drugs we know are coming from factories in China. 
China is flooding the U.S. market with fentanyl. Everyone seems to know that except for Joe Biden. Has anybody in his central staff went up to him and said, Hey, Joe, we have a feeling this fentanyl crisis that we're having is because of the border. Should we do something about it? Well, let's call Kamala. Let's get her in here. Hey, Kamala, can you come in here for a minute? Yeah, you know those 100,000 deaths that have occurred in the United States in the last year? Well, apparently, I don't know what happened, but uh, it's coming through the borders. Can we... uh, can we have you look into that? Maybe you could find out what the cause is and then maybe get back to us and say a year. And that's what's happening. There's no action being taken. It's it's an attempt to appease. Maybe it's an attempt to look compassionate. But all of these things have real-life side effects. And they cause death. And they cause disruption. And they destroy families and communities. And it untethers the social network and the strong infrastructure that a progressive civilization creates in order to afford its people a good standard of living. Now, if Joe Biden isn't interested in keeping the American standard of living high, then he is not going to win re-election, nor is Gavin Newsom or anybody else, because the people are pissed. The people are pissed in the United States. They don't say it. And the media doesn't report it, but you can look in their eyes. You can see it. There's a little bit of disappointment, a whole lot of disappointment. A lot of us haven't forgotten how mishandled the COVID-19 pandemic was. The extremism, people like Whitmer and Newsom, that forced people out of businesses, forced people to give up and close up their shops. No, we didn't forget, and we won't forget. And you're not going to know it, but it's going to happen. One day, you're going to find yourself an unelected official, and your party will be destroyed. That's it. Welcome to the conversation. My website is Florida Life is Better. I hope you'll check it out. I have articles posted, links to other interesting articles, and we have conversations about real issues without all the spin and certainly... No holding back here. Uh, The plan is to grow this, to become a voice among the voices of this country that must remember that we have liberty and without freedom, we are nothing. Without freedom, this country dies. Until next time, see you again on The Conversation.